This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to sign up for a box of geeky goodies sent to you directly. And if you sign up through geekfuel.com slash laser time, you will get an exclusive Star Wars item worth $20 added to your first box. Ahoy hoy everybody, welcome to Talking Simpsons, where Ziggy never wins. I am your host, as always, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today? Uh, Chris Antistin. Uh Henry, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, Gilbert. Uh, I'm Dave Rudden, and I want to go to Mount Splashmore. And today's episode is Brushed with Greatness, and it aired on April 11th, 1991. Chris, what happened on this historic day? <gasps> oh boy, Bobby! Um, the Game Boy has just been released in Japan. <gasps> Natalie Schaefer, better known as Lovey Howell, becomes the third Gilligan's Island cast member to die in two years. <laughs> and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use, is the number one movie in America. Yeah. America is stupid. <laughs> ninja. Ninja. Rat. Wait a minute. You are not allowed to take a hipster stance on, on, on Ninja Turtles in this. You oh, know no, you were there. no. Literally, I was in a theater watching you it. You were eat, totally in a theater. Eating goobers. And ninja. And I, just came, I just came from Pizza Hut, probably, eating the pizza that pizza the turtles told me to eat but yes and eating uh, the pudding pies and everything so, and the, the game boys launched in japan that was we had no clue of it just to imagine yeah. a, a system launching in japan that americans american consumers had no and idea and was it three gilligan's island members dead in two years i, I she's it's, the third gilligan's cast member a gilligan's island cast member to die yeah but the first one died two years ago okay uh and then and then they all went really fast and then there are just like one left alive. Mary, was, Mary uh, uh, Ginger. I think it's Ginger, Ginger and Marianne, yeah. I think, are the yeah. only ones still with us. Everyone else is dead. This is how our parents feel, how we feel now, yes. with like Alan Rickman and David Bowie and all these... Uh, Except that was Alan Hale. Ladies Alan and gentlemen, Rick- Alan Thick is dead. Alan Rickman <laughs> is so much better than Alan Hale. There's yes. No, like, <laughs> yeah, there's no never. Alan, Alan Rickman never hit anybody with his head. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, we he never called of. anyone lovey. <laughs> yeah. Lover. <laughs> so this episode is basically about... Um, um, Marge getting coming to terms with her art skills yeah. that she kind of abandoned, and also I feel like uh, there's been two episodes in a row without Burns, really. Yeah. yeah. And now they can finally embrace Burns again. I felt like a lot okay. of like anxiety in the writers, like, oh, we need to write about Mr. Burns. I mean, and he kind of shoehorned into the uh, the previous episode with that's Grandpa, right, where he's just like it's he's groveling for a hundred thousand dollars or whatever. So they yeah. they found one contrived scene to work him into, but in this episode, it's almost entirely about Burns and his ego yeah. and like how he wants that reflected to the world. And also, Homer needs to lose weight. And that too. Yeah, you'll you will find out how I don't do any Beatles impressions mm-hmm. except for one mm-hmm. this it's one oh, yeah. I hung it on me wall <laughs> you'll get to find out why I hung I it on me wall <laughs> yeah uh, peace and love peace and... I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't say that in this. <laughs> have you seen that video where he's like I'm not signing anything anymore peace and love peace and love I just mm. watched that John Lennon documentary for some reason and I couldn't believe how how much of a statement they thought they were saying every time peace Oh uh, yeah, world guess, peace, yeah, man. I guess Just it, saying the word will make it so. It was newish then. I was. But, I'm uh, not. I don't mean to. Yeah. Oh yeah, Henry. I didn't listen to the commentary again, and I'm time for this. But I know there's a story on it about one of the writers not getting the memo. Like, don't like yeah, talk to Ringo. So, you have to like leave him alone. What, so what was that about? Wasn't written by one of the main uh, Simpsons regular writers. It's written it was, by um, Brian K. Roberts. Yeah, Brian K. Yeah. Roberts who. 
was like a writer's assistant on the show or something. Yeah. And this was his big break. I also believe and, that with a show that's part of the Writers Guild, like every year you need to take two scripts that are from freelancers in order yeah. to like sustain like the industry. Yes. Yeah, huh. one of the yeah. union deals. So he, so they give it to him. And in it, he wrote, uh, originally he just wrote a dream sequence where Ringo Starr shows up and he's a big Ringo fan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he gets to write him into the show. And Ringo, being a megastar in one of the most famous people on earth, I'd <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. Very understandably has the rule of like I'm going to come in, please, you know, don't mm. don't fan out, don't be, ask for autographs. Let's just be normal and professional. And uh, Brian says he did not get the memo because he was not high enough level, and so <laughs> he just showed up with like, hey, here's a couple albums. Could you sign them? Mm-hmm. And he said uh, Ringo did sign him. He was nice enough inside him. He didn't mm-hmm. like. But it was everybody else was like just glaring at him, like, "Why are you bringing this? Yeah. We're finally got a Beatle on the show!" Like, I don't know. To da- to this point, the most famous person that had ever been on the Simpsons. But yeah. he's not so, even yeah. the mo- he's the fourth most famous Beatle. He know. is, but he's, he's right. the first in getting all the living Beatles on the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Is this which gonna, is Matt Groening's goal. I don't want to turn this into just knocking mm. Ringo Starr forever. Like, look, fine. Is he the worst Beatle? Sure, <laughs> but we do hear it. Don't come easy, which um, yeah. I'm ambivalent yeah. it's towards. Like, it's like being. The worst Nobel Prize winner. Also, it's yeah. kind of ironic that his his rules for appearing on The Simpsons are contrary to the way he is in this episode, which is very gracious to fans yeah. Yeah. and well, only answering their. Uh, I hung it on me wall, <laughs> and uh, we'll get to that. It is Let's... funny how they they diss Ringo a few years later, like Ringo's competent drumming or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but let, let's. I, I, I thought you introduced yourself yeah. with a, a shameless promotion oh, as yeah. a reference to the opening of the episode. This is a rather shameless promotion. Hey, it worked on me. I do love. Yeah. Sorry, I do love uh, Krusty screaming now, 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 now. He looks like Jim Morrison or something. <laughs> I think they also realize like, oh, Krusty's good filler on this thing too. Mm-hmm. Like, Krusty's a funny dude, but there's I didn't, no I just, reason. For I didn't remember Krusty much. I remember this episode well. I, I didn't. I just never associated it with the Mount Splashmore episode, <laughs> which I find way more memorable than a lot of other. That things is true. Yeah. It did inspire part of a virtual Bart. virtual Bart's yeah. where you were going yeah. on the water slide. The one okay segment, maybe. Yeah, so yeah. Like none the, of them are the good. Eggs where you shoot the eggs. Oh. Oh, the tomato oh, no, Skinner's butt. Oh, oh well, it's eggs. I think the second level. I'm okay. MLG. I got. There. I never went that far. <laughs> yeah, game, yeah I never played that game. I knew it was bad. Um, the, but Mount Splashmore, the joke of the product. Well, not product placement, but the on location thing of a kids show. Like, I didn't get this when I watched no. this. I probably in the same week as this. Then watched a TGIF episode Dude. of them in Disneyland. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow, Disney. yeah. When when Disney bought ABC and everybody, everybody within two years. Had a two-part episode yeah. set in Disneyland, including Roseanne, where I the like Connors are tight, dirt poor, yeah. and took 13 people to Disney World, including the resorts, which yeah. is like $800,000. But I then mean, they treated Disneyland like a cult. Like, yeah. people were being held captive yeah. there or something. I feel like this is, even though Krusty is being a hardcore shill, like, mm-hmm. this is kind of referencing more innocuous stuff, where it's like, Wild maybe. and Crazy Kids, is that Funtime USA, whatever. I, I think it's... If there's still any local programming in the yeah. universe, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, your your local TV show host would probably open up the water park. Yeah. Uh, and local it, water parks are more very. There's more of those than just these. But they're making the on the nose joke with Krusty with fresh fruit and the most delicious melon. Oh, yeah, till he plots. And of course, the thing I'm gonna miss most is those special, special Mount Splashmore water slides. God bless them so much fun. 
So many memories. Give me a minute. It has been a great week, hasn't it, Lee? <laughs> I hope all you kids come out this weekend and really pack this place just to show them how grateful I am. I told them you would. Don't make me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> And so Bart and Lisa employ the same uh, strategy uh, they use to get a pool. It's yeah. the same joke, but I love it because yes. they keep flashing between these different scenes, yes. and it's great. And Marge, I think, even is smirking towards the end. She's like, smirking and hiding from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, she thinks it's funny. No! No! If I take you, will you two shut up and quit bugging me? Yeah, of course. Well, we you take the mouse flash more? Yes! Thanks, Dad. I guess it's water that inspires them to do this. Yeah, these are all water-based, uh, like, it's demands. It, but, uh, well, speaking of water, like, one of the more disturbing elements is, like, they are, like, their dad's in the shower and they're doing this. Right, yeah. Naked oh. in front well, of I them. I think little and, kids probably just, like, they don't know it's... Uh, yeah, uh, well, they, I they think, don't think anything the 8 to 10 areas where it's like, okay, um, you know... Maybe. I, I, don't, know, I don't have kids yet, but, like, I grew up in Florida and I'm a giant Disney fan. And everyone, like, uh, I say so every once in a while, I've never been on Star Tours. And everybody acts completely shocked. My parents hated taking me to these places. Yeah. Oh. They made my grandparents take me to these places. Oh. And they, yeah, they hated theme parks. They hated fairs. They hated uh, oh, wow. the water parks. Uh, didn't you think Homer looks grotesque in that outfit? Like, the, well, <laughs> I mean, he's just wearing shorts in his... His farmer's tan is just like bleh. But that's a, yeah. that, that is a setup. That is a setup. Um, I just want to play this clip real fast. Challenge the raging waters of death. Day to discover what water is really made of. <laughs> H2O. <laughs> <laughs> look at I yeah. add that last bit as my ringtone. Great when I, sound. Yeah, and when I was a kid, I did not get the, uh, uh, what when March said to Homer, this, that bathing suit doesn't leave much to the, the imagination. imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Which means you can see his cock. I didn't get in the line, when the giant line for the water slide, there is one of the optical illusions. Yeah. M.C. Escher. M.C. Escher. Yeah. Is, is it definitely M.C. Escher? I think, Escher yeah. Type, yeah. Um, definitely that kind of, uh, apparently I've had too many beers to say M.C. Escher. <laughs> M.C. Escher. Well, He's a great Escher. DJ. <laughs> it was... Well, you talk about going to things in Orlando. Mm. Chris, I think you and I are the only ones who've been to the Springfield in Orlando and gone on the Simpsons ride. I've been on the Simpsons ride in Hollywood. When you're on the Simpsons ride, Mm. they're playing clips from this clip. Oh, wow. Any any clip where they're in line and (laughs) making fun of standing in lines while you're standing in lines, and it makes you almost feel really weird. Wait, what am I doing? I shouldn't be in this line. Thanks, Surly. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's in line while you're waiting. Though, same with in, in the. If you like eat in the Frying Dutchman, or the, I guess just the food court, you can get from the Frying Dutchman, Luigi's Pizzeria, or um, Cletus's Chicken Thumbs, yeah. and Krusty Burger. <laughs> you need all one of those four things. When you're sitting in the dining room, they're playing dining room scenes yeah. around you all the time. Anytime they ate in a diner in the first Disparaging the very thing they're yeah. trying to sell you. I was going to say, they're all about how bad the food is, And right? I still don't know. We were at Universal Studios uh, two, three years ago, mm. and they were out of board license plates. <laughs> and I, I don't know if they exist and sold out immediately, because why one. wouldn't they? I bought one. But there's a slot for... Oh, so you did buy one. Yeah, yeah so there is a slot for board license plates. In, uh, now, it's... Guys, Universal. If, you've, uh, if you're a Simpsons fan... You owe it to yourself. Like, look, Universal is not the greatest theme park. Disney's better as an overall. But if you're a Simpsons fan, you have to at least once see mm. Springfield, USA, either in Universal Hollywood or Universal. Orlando. I, call I think it, I need to go at some point. I call it the yeah. Island of Misfit IP. <laughs> hey, who likes the Mummy, Curious George, Shrek, The Simpsons, <laughs> Jaws? No one. Really no, no one, one likes yeah. all these. That's that's ridiculous. Disney, Disney seems way more unified. But Homer gets stuck in a slide. 
And I love this clip. <laughs> Looks like there's a jam in Delta Sector. Huh. Well, it's too big to be human. I'll send down a few kids. That's a dislodge it. It's the first appearance of the squeaky voice teen. Oh, as the right. slide operator. Oh, you're right. Yes. Yes. But he's not pimply at all. No, he's, he's not. He's cool. not the same character, but yeah. the voice, it's the premiere of the voice. This situation seems like hell. I, this yeah. gives me anxiety yeah. watching yeah. it. I was like, oh, this is a nightmare for me. Being tra- I, I watched that movie, The Descent, about you know crawling through <laughs> yeah. little the caves Lincoln and Park, stuff, oh. and it, ter- it, it terrified me, that part the most. And yeah. So, yeah. And just being trapped in there and having those kids just... Like, just flesh shoved in your face while you're trapped yeah. in I think this is the beginning of those Simpsons plots. And I, I would delight in as a kid that, like, the first five minutes of the show are not what the oh, show yeah. is about. Yeah, it's always like, where will this take me? Yeah. You know, if you don't know what the premise is. Yeah, and yeah. It, what it does is aspire Homer to diet. Yeah. I'm going on a diet. From this day forward, I pledge there will be no pork chop too succulent, no donut too tasty, no pizza too laden with delicious toppings to prevent me from reaching my scientifically determined ideal weight. <laughs> as God is my witness, I'll always be hungry again. <laughs> We're gone with the wind. Don't shut up! <laughs> like three episodes ago yeah. in Principal yeah. Charming, they did this. It's yeah. funny it took them 30 episodes to get to a Homer, Homer on a dying. diet episode. Yeah. And it's the yeah. B-plot. Yeah. It's, I think it's it the is B-plot. the first time Homer's ever thought about being fat. Yeah. It's yeah. never really been talked and about And they did before. make him, like, make him, like, in this episode, he's officially grotesquely fat, where yeah. he has not been before. I think yeah. one of my... If I had a choice of, like, frames of animation I could buy for The Simpsons, <laughs> when Homer is airlifted out in that tube... Don't! And yes. they point him towards the screen. He's just got this like dull look on his face. I just love that look on his face. And I am trying to buy a Simpsons animation cell. It is not easy. Apparently, there was... they're mostly stolen. Yes, yeah. Mm, they they talk true. about that on the commentary. Some uh, there was a joke, a sign joke I missed as a kid too. When when Maggie is in the kiddie pool, one of the when it's taking him to the little kiddie pool, it says water changed hourly. That is oh yeah. Yes. Chill, babies are peeing in it. Though everybody. This was a South Park episode, and it, it's haunted me on uh, public pools ever since. I'm like, yeah, everybody pees in it. Just everyone pees. I never did. It. I want to say that. I but... don't think I ever did. I've peed in the ocean. But I've it's why it's... I've just like, this is already filled Have you, have you done a Frankie? Piss. No. I, okay. I've only okay. number one. It's a Florida term for what... taking a shit in yeah. the ocean. Uh... I've only number one. I would never number two. In the uh, yeah, so, I've like, I, I had a public pool that we went to every summer. Mm-hmm. There was a huge regular pool, <laughs> and there was also the kiddie pool. And sometimes we'd just be like, oh, yeah, we've had fun in the regular pool. Let's just, like, we'll just, like, do, like, kind of slip and slide stuff in the baby pool. Like, the oh, kitty yeah, pool. Oh, no, you're talking because everything was so smooth yeah. and rounded. And, but it's also like, why is this warmer? Yeah, that's the water <laughs> is much warmer. And I'm wondering if that's so because sun. there's babies in there and it needs to be like that, or if that is literally I, baby well, piss. I have so, I so would... many fond memories of an unsafe 80s water park yeah. that was blown down in Hurricane Andrew. Six Flags Atlantis, or just Atlantis. <laughs> Talk to me on Twitter if you remember. Well, also, the, the thinner the water is, the easier it is to heat. There's that, too. Oh, so the yeah. sun can just warm it up more. That's simple But again, this, <laughs> this is all a device to get us to... The attic, like, right? The attic, where Homer tries to get his so, weights out, and we discover okay. that Marge... What? Homer's 260 pounds. Yes. Like, I think you couldn't call that fat on a TV show now. Like yeah. Not anymore. Be, you'd have to be That's, more extreme yeah. than that. Uh, that might be slightly overweight, but like... I'm 250 I'm, pounds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, what was I'm the episode? Was it Homer's Night Out where he's like, 239 pounds, I'm a whale. I'm a whale, Was yeah. that Homer's yeah. Night Out? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he's gained weight since then. Yeah, yes, I think he's so. he's gained 21 pounds. I just want to quickly give a shout-out. Back at Mount Splashmore... A rare Yardley Smith non-Lisa voice. Really? When uh, Homer yeah. is 
Yeah, when Homer is the line inspector and he's bumping past everybody. I meant to God get that. God bless that man. Is that her? It's a really yeah. hideous yeah. Uh, yeah. background character, too. They would not it's, use that design again. Well, it's one of those times you're like, it's so clearly Yardley that you're just mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm yeah. doing yeah. this. Uh, we get to uh, the attic and Homer discovers that Marge has used to paint things. Hey, who's the mop top with the big schnoz? Don't you know anything, boy? That's Ringo Starr. What is this? Hey. Your mother must have painted this. I guess she thought she was kind of cute. <laughs> what? Hey, what the Dolores <laughs> Marge! No, Homer, don't be jealous. I was a schoolgirl. The Beatles were very popular, and I had a crush on them. Likely story. Why is that a likely story, <laughs> Homer? The last picture is of her marrying <laughs> Ringo. Ringo. It's basically her so, painting fan art. What's, were the Beatles still super popular in 74? Okay. So if she's 18 in 74, mm-hmm. then she would have... Uh, they broke up in 69 69. Or 69. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so she would have been uh, 13. Yeah, but she could have grown up with them. And yeah. I, she would have kept listening he, to him. And his I have a solo fine... work began... Began in the early 70s. Yeah, so. that's the song that we hear in this episode is from 1970. I have a fine Young oh, Cannibals 71. album because I think it's the last new album my dad ever bought for, for <laughs> by a new artist. But she drives me crazy? Ooh, that, ooh. So yes. Dad, okay. yes that, I think that was the last thing he bought in the That's 80s. when he finally gave up on Well, I think he still buys a Springsteen and Dylan album on, his, on occasion, but nothing new. So I had absolutely no idea who Ringo Starr was when I saw this. Me Did too. you guys? Yeah, I think I had some idea of what the Beatles were because my mom was a huge Beatle head or whatever the yeah. hell you call them but no, I, uh, was, I was a big fan and I, I drew pictures of them and then I I hung it on me wall <laughs> <sighs> sorry no you didn't I did not know I did not know who Ringo Starr was yeah my I much like the kids on the show I was I was asking my mom who is Ringo Starr we discover Marge's a painting ability and uh, I love the way Lisa phrases this oh it's my quote hey the mom show. these paintings are good while I know firsthand how fragile young talent is I'd love to hear the particulars of how your gift was squashed <laughs> <laughs> that's my line of the show by the way yeah. uh, I'll give it to you, Bobby. I Thank have you. one later on. So, in a beauty contest, that is Bob's line of the show. <laughs> That's the joke. What is up, Talking Simpsons fans? Chris here. Briefly jumping in to tell you this show is brought to you by Geek Fuel. And if you go to geekfuel.com slash laser time right now, you can get a free Star Wars item worth $20 just for signing up for a mystery box. So what's in the mystery box, you ask? Uh, six to eight items, a, an exclusive t-shirt, and a $50 value of Kit and Caboodle featuring famous stuff from Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Zelda, Game of Thrones, Pop Figs, pint glasses, posters, you never know quite what it's going to be, but it's like a delicious geeky gift that shows up at your door whenever you feel like it. And oh, guess what? They've had Simpsons stuff involved in the box in the past. So go to geekfuel.com slash laser time right now, sign up for one of their boxes, get it as a gift for a geek in your life, and get a free $20 Star Wars item right now. So in a beauty contest, wouldn't Ringo be your last ranked of the Beatles? Like, I, he would be for me. Maybe he'd be ahead of John Lennon. I just Maybe, think he was the but... first in line to be a voice on The Simpsons. Yeah, I'm I'd say say he's the most British looking. Yeah, if I could go that far, George I'm, Harrison. I'm just baby. saying, if you're thirteen year old, if you're teenage Marge, I guess it's just who she was attracted to. But I, I think in a beauty contest, it would go if for that time, Paul George. John Ringo, hmm. maybe Paul Ringo, George. Ringo also, John. I think he lends himself best to cartoons in terms of like oh, visual. Yeah. He's a cartoonish man, yeah. Yes. yeah, caricature totally. And here we have listened to a couple of episodes where Phil Hartman pops up, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, March decides to go back to school. Uh, sorry, back to an adult education course mm-hmm. where she can be a painter. Which and we, we hear do that more. And we hear John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. What? Would you, and it's going to sound crazy because I've done all the shows with you, but like, is this this is his first appearance? No, Artie's it. Artie's it. Artie's it. But this mm-hmm. seems like an attempt. Like, well, John Lovitz is another Phil Hartman to us. Yeah, yeah. who can, he do can do play anything. these tertiary characters who may or may not? This ne- this guy never came back. Nope. Uh, do we have his name? Uh, Profe- Profe- sorry, it's a uh, Professor Lombardo. 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 Very good. Fabulous. Ah, even better. You have real talent. Hmm, Do you really think so? My high school art teacher hated them. What? The man was a fool. But still, one must admire the force of his conviction. (laughs) Then I'm in the class? Oh, my dear, there couldn't be a class without you. Now, if you'll excuse me... Nature calls. This is just John Lovitz doing <laughs> yeah. the acting. Yeah, right. the master thespian. I feel like yeah. he knows Mrs. Winthrop from the uh, <laughs> Dog of uh, Not. And Death. I didn't get any clips of it, but I do love how impressed he is with everybody's artistic. Marvelous. It's yeah. the same. Yeah, the same uh, guy who just triumph. the janitor who's also he's painting things. Painting a rail. Man. I like that he's so supportive. Yeah, I like yeah. he's very. He's the opposite of his of her childhood teacher. Mm. He and the the Lombardo method is essentially breaking things down into <laughs> geometric shapes. But that yeah. is really how basic drawing yes, works yeah. I don't know if this is a joke or what but like like it helps Marge like visualize things by breaking things down into shapes yeah, but that's just how yeah. construction works when you're drawing something I think they attributed something. art 101 to this yeah. new character uh, and he eventually nominates Marge to represent uh, his class in a Springfield art competition they've asked me to submit the best painting from my class to the Springfield art exhibition next week I've decided to choose your bald Adonis really? You're so supportive. I wish every teacher was like you. Marge, please. I don't take praise very well. <laughs> <laughs> I think of that every yeah. once in a while. I don't take praise very well. Yeah. Well, I just had to. I made a note about the design of Professor Lombardo. Uh, he is a young beat poet version of Mr. Burns. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, also, I want when they show the competition, mm-hmm. I want a painting of that of the unicorn the saying why. why. I yeah. love that so crying much. over the pollution. Oh, what so was the, what was the first painting? There's that. There's Marge's, and there's something like, else. I feel like it was a poker dog. Yeah, yeah. It was poker yeah dogs, that's right. That was. They're playing poker. No, but the tough thing. This was kind of the first time they had to do this too of expressing paintings. In like drawings mm. with crude inner drawings. Room. Though also, if the way Lombardo within the universe of The Simpsons, the bunny Lombardo drew was the most yeah. lifelike picture ever. Yeah, really, he did an amazing job. I feel like the the paintings are less lifelike than uh, the actual. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like what a photo would be in the was Simpsons it? world. I wasn't paying enough attention. I thought it was like one of the Life in Hell bunnies. Yeah, was it not? Little Binky. It looked a lot like a Life in Hell rabbit. Yeah, yeah, but if you saw it next to you know uh, the rabbit from say the. Uh, uh, the nature episode mm-hmm. it looked okay. just like it it would look just like it uh and, and this all leads march to drawing burns uh so burns is paying for a new wing in a museum and they're yeah. gonna give him a painting and he's uh been yelling at guys all this time about their paintings apparently uh that the last guy who gives him a painting was supposed to be matt Groening, and then matt Groening just put a kibosh on <laughs> he's like no i'm not doing that or saving right, myself to be a boss of a video game Mm. He's got to save that for 20 years later to be the boss in a video game. Yeah, Burns essentially is just an entire room of disposed paintings where he's like, these are these will not do. But it's a perfect excuse to just have Burns invade the Simpsons space again. Yeah, and it's but it's not just that. He like basically lives in their house, and that's where yeah. most of the jokes come from. Yeah. No, and uh, it's great. And they're, and they're visual largely, so not a lot of clips, but this is him commissioning the painting. Damn, Nation Smithers, this idea of yours to immortalize me in a portrait was as half-baked as your idea about me having children. 
Smithers, find me an artist. Sir, I'm, I'm afraid you've systematically alienated Springfield's entire art community. The only one left is this Mrs. Homer Simpson. Who? Well, uh, she won first prize in the Springfield Art Fair and is the wife of an employee. She'll be easily intimidated. Excellent. Once again, the wheel has turned. <laughs> and Dame Smile Fortune has hugged Montgomery Burns to her sweet, perfumed bosom. <laughs> Somebody up there likes me, Smithies. Somebody down here likes you too, sir. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can so, tell they were just dying to write more Burns dialogue. The, yes. Mon Smithers is as and gay as he's ever been this in this episode. Because, like, when he gets... He throws a piece of paper in his face when he says, about that thing about me having children, and Smithers is smiling mm. so hard. Thank God he rejected this. I think he's still and a Burns sexual, Burn, though. Yeah, I think Do you he's still a Burns sexual. I was going to say that Burns does have a child. He's got Larry, Larry Burns, Burns hanging out in... Uh, Ogdenville or wherever the wherever that yeah. uh, wasn't North Haverbrook. No, for Buckshire. Wherever that apple picking place was. <laughs> and this is dumb. I just another quick John Lovitz character Le- leading oh, me yeah. to believe he was supposed to be the new Phil Hartman because this is this feels like from a comedy like eighteen years oh, ago. Yeah, you're gonna hear Lenny's and voice here. <laughs> Lenny's but it's voice Carl. and Carl. This is too late for that to happen. By the way, yes, yeah, totally. Known. Yeah. Hey, what gives? These donuts are piling up. <laughs> yeah, Homer Simpson went on a diet. Oh my God. And I just bought a boat. <laughs> was the first time so mo- there was a joke about Homer being able to Find fund a single, per- yeah, yeah. single like food person. Putting my kids through college. Yeah. I just bought a boat. It's <laughs> such a ridiculous delivery for that, too. Uh, but then Homer, yeah, like, if Homer's eating a box of donuts a day at work, <laughs> yeah. he'd weigh more than 260 pounds, yeah. that's for sure. Are you, he'd like, be a shut <laughs> I hate donuts because I love donuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're small and disgustingly sweet and great. And just and one I, of them is 600 calories. Yes, and, and yeah. I, I, like, I remember, like, I didn't even know to buy a Genesis I would eat donuts on a dare at school. <laughs> I bet you can't eat 16 <laughs> in one sitting, and I would, and I'm just a man. Like, how fat I'm getting from four beers a night. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, oh Burns, on, Burns talking about, like, uh, like he's asking Marge. He's finally commissioning Marge to make the painting. Uh, and discusses who the other famous people she's painted before. Mr. Burns would like to commission you to do a portrait of him. Have you ever painted the rich and powerful? Mm, I don't know. Just Ringo Starr. Ringo? He was the drummer for a rock and roll <laughs> combo called the Beatles, sir. Beatles, eh? Oh, yes. I seem to remember their off-key caterwauling on the old Sullivan show. What was it thinking? The Hon- old Sullivan show is a weird thing for him. Well, to say. honestly, it's I think it's impressive that Burns even remembers Ed Sullivan show it's, like a televised event. According yeah, to his references, been, it's fairly recent. I know that like it would be a thing he just saw, yeah, he like been, in his mind. He would have been like seventy though at that yeah. time. Yeah, he's a hundred. He, he said he was eighty-two. I'm I'm just still annoyed. They're like, no, he's one hundred and four. Like, no, he said he was eighty-seven. That's what he said. Only 87. Mm. So the real challenge is for Marge to find uh, Mr. Burns' inner beauty, which he has none. Yeah. And that he, is what sets up the next uh, the next log of this journey. Yeah, uh, this, uh, this line sorry. I love just the... Honey, I'm home! Oh, there's an original sentiment. <laughs> Take it outside, Simpson. I'm male modeling. I'm packing this portrait home. Oh, isn't that wonderful? My work and my home life come together in such a nice way. <laughs> Mark, may I see you in the other room? Honey, he's nuts. He thinks he's handsome. Please, you've got to make him look handsome. Please, 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 please. No, Homer, don't worry. All I need to do is find Mr. Burns' inner beauty. <laughs> We've heard that before. Yeah. That specific yeah. groan. I yeah, feel already weird. reusing that groan. It's he's doing that when he. Oh, it's when uh, uh, it's SLH loses yeah. and he's banging yeah. his head. Oh, yeah, wow. I can't hear that without hearing dunk. 
don't. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I really need to place it. I'm glad you guys yeah. said that. Just because <laughs> Bob, Bob said it earlier. So Ziggy goes to the repair shop, <laughs> and there's a sign on the doorbell reading, out of order. <laughs> ah, Ziggy, will you ever win? <laughs> <laughs> this is great next to the Homer-loving Marmaduke joke. Of yeah. this. They, they just had uh, their bullseye right on the comic pages. I found like... keep on truck and stuff. I said in the previous episode, I found Ziggy stuff in my parents' like old footlocker. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and earnest appreciation of Ziggy is something I've never heard in my lifetime. Absolutely. I believe he got too preachy in a few years, right? <laughs> well, this Christmas special is... Yeah, great. it is great. Ziggy's good. Animation's too good for Ziggy. Is it? Williams, say, baby. Yeah. Uh, also, this is the first time anybody... Eh, there's been any introspection into Smithers' life. Like, yep. somebody finally said to him, why do you do this? Like, what are you? That is true. Smithers, I want my tea! Doesn't it bother you that he orders you around like that? Oh, actually, I value every second we're together. From the moment I squeeze his orange juice in the morning till I tuck him in at night. He's not just my boss. He's my best friend, too. Bah! Too hot! You're right, sir. It's scalding me as we speak. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't uh, throw it in Smithers' face, you know? know? Yeah, it, and then the... Then him hanging out with Burns naked, like or the Burns is nude. Yeah. To ch- why do you have to take off his underpants for the thing? I guess he oh, just take the shower. If you'll excuse me, I'm changing for a board meeting. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Burns. Hey, mom, did he have those spots all over his body? I heard that. Oops. Would you feel more comfortable if I left too, sir? Of course not, Smithers. You're. You're like a doctor. <laughs> Wouldn't the board meeting be at the power plant or somewhere that he knows he could take a shower? Yeah, maybe not in the Simpsons bathtub. I know. Have you ever showered in someone's bathroom without asking? Yeah, it, like, especially be weird for Burns to <laughs> like he's used to such opulence to be in yeah. their bathtub. I feel like he was just testing his limits of like how he can push mm. his family around. Really. <laughs> um, well, shit. This all leads us to oh man. Then finally, we the go man speaks. back to merry old England. The man- which is like the only time they call it out with titles. It's ridiculous. It seems very how Wes Anderson. British it is yeah. too. Like the, the, the he is butler. Oh. oh right, he's got a butler in the scene. Just said it over there, sir. If you'll forgive an old Britker's impertinence, your devotion to your fans is nothing short of remarkable. Well, Weatherby, they took the time to write me, and I don't care if it takes me another twenty years. I'm going to answer every one of them. Hello, what's this? <laughs> From Springfield, USA. Yeah. That is my uh, not even quote of the episode, word of the episode. Yeah. yeah. That's another one my parents had to explain oh, that it was just I, old. So one day it gives. <laughs> That's the so joke. So I, I looked this up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's listed fifth. Fifth on UrbanDictionary.com as uh, the entry for gear. So the first four entries are gear means drug paraphernalia. Sure. But uh, number five is, this is a word from the British Invasion and pop music circa 1962. Along with groovy and fab, it meant cool and in style and was used by the mods in London. Am I the only 90s kid who thought of keen gear? I was going to say keen gear, like Gosling said. (laughs) Come on, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. And I did read that, that Ringo Starr officially announced in 2008 he would stop responding to fans. Yeah, exactly. And the, this scene is quoted. I'll never stop. Yeah, that he, the gear thing, they're having him talk like he hasn't aged a day since yeah, 1963. 
it's one of those fun like I think the Simpsons either when you show up as a celebrity you're either like a god or like a piece of garbage like you're playing up one of the two qualities but in this in this case it's like Ringo is like this heavenly saint who is going to talk to all of his fans for the rest of his life he will never give up corresponding with them well I guess the joke is it's such a ridiculous extreme no the greatest entertainer on earth the most caring one in the world would not do that Mm. they wouldn't they would not go that far but him also that's the first time where you would have seen the name of the state Springfield is, so they're like, Springfield, USA. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they lived in North Tacoma. <laughs> he also didn't like the, um, uh, apparently when they recorded, he felt he was told it'd be like a couple lines and that it was like 10 lines. He was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I'm not got a solo career. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? He was in Caveman. He's Listen, such an actor. he was Mr. Conductor yes. for I don't know how many years. For, yeah, until George Carlin. Pre Alec Baldwin along, and George yeah. Carlin. Oh, Alec Baldwin, goddamn. Yeah, the movie. Really? In the movie, um, but <laughs> you want to hear my line of the show? Sure, because yes. uh, this is such a rude insult. Like Marge is trying to find Burns' inner beauty so she can make the perfect painting of him. He doesn't like any of them either. This is the straw that breaks mm-hmm. the camel's back on bothering to find his inner beauty. My line of the show. I'll just go ahead and do it again. <laughs> That's the joke. Arch, I'm two thirty nine and I'm feeling fine. Look, I'm using the original notches that came with my belt. That's <laughs> wonderful, Homer. I'm so proud. Let me of you. get this straight. You're pleased with your current appearance? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, my good man, you're the fattest thing I've ever seen, and I've been on safari. Uh, <laughs> if you need me, I'll be in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So Homer's back to 239. I, yeah. I didn't realize that. He'd be that forever. Like he's, he's 239 <laughs> when uh, he becomes king-size Homer in about five seasons. None of you are al- You can't even so, make yeah. that joke because nope. you've never been on Safari. It wouldn't I've be believable. It's, it's <laughs> it so, wouldn't be believable. I couldn't laugh at it. It was too mean. Well, he could have been on a discount line for Safari. I, so. was, in, I was in Homer's eyes. He was just like the look on Homer's face. Like, Ugh. you're the fattest thing I've ever seen. Just Homer's reaction. Like, it's not just an insult. It's his boss yeah. who's telling yeah. him that. Yeah. It hurt. It hurt. So yeah. I've been on both ends of the uh, making uh, holes in your belt spectrum. Like yeah. I've had hand me downs from my brother where it's like this is too big. I got to put holes in yeah. there. And I've also been like I'm getting a bit too heavy for this belt. And boom, I got to make a new one. Uh, my belt currently yeah. is suffering the way to my gut and looks like the waistband in an 18 year old pair of underwear. <laughs> uh, a my line of the show is when she gets the letter back from Ringo and his answer like we do have burgers no. <laughs> yeah well just as long as you paint a nice picture of him by noon tomorrow I don't think I can what? Mars you have to I can't make that man beautiful I'm just not good enough I guess I'm no artist hmm. hello what's this it's for you Marge from merry old England from the desk of Ringo Starr dear Marge thanks for the fab painting of yours truly I hung it on me wall. You're quite an artist. In answer to your question, yes, we do have hamburgers and fries in England, but we call French fries chips. Love, ring. P.S. Forgive the lateness of my reply. <laughs> Makes me think of what Marge's letter was. Like, Dear Ringo, I love your music. Do you yes. have hamburgers and fries in and England? So love you. Marge. It's part yeah. of the reason on, on Comedy Bang Bang, I like Mike Hanford's impression of John Lennon so much because he's one of the most yeah. important people in pop culture history. Only talking about dumb horseshit <laughs> all the time, exploring like, yes, we called them gyps. And like, I think this was the first time I'd ever heard of a, an English variation on a thing in America. I'm like, <laughs> no, everything's French fries, right? It's just French fries. I definitely wouldn't have gotten that. No, I, uh, well, I, my parents had explained that same with SOB. I did not know what the. All oh, right, uh, yeah, she says that. He's like, just a, it's a sob. It's a car you drove in the 80s. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, and then they play Don't Come Easy, which is Ringo's first solo thing, which the writer of the episode almost regretted because it ended up being a lot more pricey oh, than man. they thought it was. Wait, is that a well, Beatles not song? A beat, no, no, it's a Ringo, right. but still, it's his biggest hit or one of his biggest I've hits. I've never heard the song outside of the context of this episode. Is that is this a popular song? Do people it was know a pop this song? song yeah. okay. Well, in 71, any Beatles solo True. thing was going to sell through the roof. I remember, Bob, all TV sucked and there was no internet. Yeah, uh, so, this so song Ringo was music amazing. was great. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite radio uh, talker, talking heads, Tom Sharpling, he joked about how how stupid it was that last year Ringo got to go into the Hall of Fame as a solo artist because he's like okay what good songs did he have this one and then what a bunch of covers like he's garbage like as solo, as solo Ringo is garbage and they're just doing it so every Beatle will, he was the only Beatle not in there as a solo artist mm. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did yeah. they get like an, a, a trophy for that or something? no but it's it's it was just an honor that but what was if given he, what to if all he, the other all the other Beatles what if him. he did get a plaque of some kind mm-hmm. what do you think yeah. he'd do with it uh, oh, <laughs> yes <laughs> oh it's in my head forever one of his only other songs I know of is like you're 16 which is a cover too he didn't even write it but hmm. it's one of those things that's like oh this seemed sweet in the 70s and now it's creepy like all of uh, this 40 year old man singing about you're 16 you're beautiful so Ringo you're wrote all, all the dumb baby songs for the Beatles yeah <laughs> I do like Octopus's Garden but that it is, is like song. a clap your yeah. hands and it's like, like it, should, it should come with a fully illustrated book yeah. <laughs> what can you do with that book Chris um I hung it on me wall. But you shouldn't. It's a book. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I had a bookshelf up. So then they go to the unveiling. Did you notice that Mo was at the unveiling? He's what's one of the what's he doing? Yeah. He's not I think Barney was too, but if only at the very beginning if you like look at uh, the yeah, I think they stuck wow. in for free drinks. <laughs> Actually, my line of the show is uh, coming up. I don't know if we can jump to that. Is but, it where uh, Marge, Marge explains? Because originally the piece, she ends up painting Mr. Bird's nude, and everybody responds with <gasps> gasps. And, it's, uh, uh, it's what Miss Hoover says. Yeah. And this is like my... Uh, motto for life i don't know if you have this clip or not chris it's the response to the burns painting so the the painting is unveiled and it's burns mm-hmm. naked yeah and in like uh marge showing life burns life. at his yeah. most vulnerable at the time I, I when i saw this when it premiered like the amount of the lengths they went to to hide his dick with everybody's powers hands and hair. exactly it's an austin powers joke i mean it's way predating austin six powers. years before austin powers um well I guess I wanted to show that beneath Mr. Burns's fearsome head with its cruel lips, spiteful tongue, and evil brain, there was a frail, withered body, perhaps not long for this world, as vulnerable and beautiful as any of God's creatures. Mm-hmm. Cut it off. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. My, my favorite line is uh, they're looking at the painting. And, yeah. Is it, is it Miss Hoover? It's Miss Hoover. It is Miss Hoover. It's a, they call it the per- first Same appearance deal. of Miss Hoover. That can't be true. It, it absolutely is. It, no it isn't? Okay, yeah. I, I was just so. on the wiki. Well, I, you never really saw Lisa in class. She may have point. never yeah. talked before this yeah. moment. But okay. her, her yeah. line is um, he's bad, but he'll die. So I like it. So whenever I see some old billionaire tyrant, like, oh, you'll never believe what Rupert Murdoch is doing now. It's like, well, he's going to die. So we'll, we'll be okay. Like, you can't, you can't run away from death, no matter how powerful you are. So A, a comic writer, I really like Grant Morrison. He said why he thinks, like, 1984 would never really happen or, like, constant fascism would never happen because nobody lives forever. And also, 
somebody has to take a shit at some point, and it's just <laughs> there can't always be an eye watching. Right, you. right. Like, and and if they're a man, similar. they have to have an affair with a young mistress, and that leaves you very vulnerable yeah, to stabbings exactly. and poisonings and all that stuff. Uh, and I think my line of the show is the exit line. Oh, from the it's episode. great. That is the greatest. I, I got that line, but also with the sting because it, it makes mm. I don't know makes it weirdly cheesy and comedic. It corns it up a little bit, but yeah. I like it. You know, I'm no art critic, but I know what I hate. And I don't hate this. Your painting is bold, but beautiful. And, uh, incidentally, thanks for not making fun of my genitalia. I thought I did. Yeah. There was a I hung it on me wall. Yay. <laughs> but there was a fight to get the word genitalia on the air, yes. I believe. Yeah, I, yeah, that was, was like... in the commentary, too, that they had to... All the producers on the show signed a thing saying, you should be allowed to say genitalia wow. on the episode. And Fox censors were like, no, you can't. Well, this is a, going back on The Simpsons. They're not allowed to take notes. They can't take... This was a thing on the Homer's Phobia episode, mm-hmm. too. They can't take content notes on, like, you should write this, you should write this, mm-hmm. this is funnier. But a censor can tell them you can't do that yeah. because of censorship. And they're originally on Homer's Phobia, the censor gave them notes of, like, all these references to gay stuff. You can't do that. That's not really? for the show. Yeah. Which they eventually got overturned. Wow. And same deal with this. They're like, genitalia. And they all signed a thing saying, this, you should say, it's it's a, not a dirty word, necessarily. I didn't, again, parents explain that word to They don't refer to the, the, those not... The, I couldn't believe the movie showed Bart's dick. Yeah. yeah I mean, but the, the first time I ever, the only time I can remember, like, Dad, hide your shame. <laughs> yeah. It's not only not a dirty, dirty word. It's like the literal definition yes. of what's being shown. And it's something that Burns would say because he's from yeah. the 1800s. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I feel like it's like the most scientific way to say private parts or his dick or whatever you, know, you want to call I think, it. I, I, know, I think it wasn't until the Bobbitt case that you could say penis yeah. freely on TV mm. because they just had to... Once the Bobbitt thing happened and his penis would cut off, they had to say penis all the time yeah. on the news. It was We can't so tiptoe around it anymore. The yeah. only other time I've ever recalled hearing genitalia is from the Jerky Boys, where I've got warts oh, all over my, my ass and genitalia. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Do um, <laughs> you know what Lorena Bobbitt did with her husband's dick? I hung it on all me right. wall. No, I love that. That was great. That yeah, was great. that was a good one. I So how small is Burns' penis? Is it like half an inch? Or Fucking, just like, uh-huh. Well, he just was just that. out of the shower. Come yeah. on, everybody. So I was in a pool. I, so I don't know what a 104-year-old man's penis looks like, but it, it can't be it. Uh, yeah. very picturesque. Well, like yours, but with Burns' hair. Photogenic. Well, actually, as I had heard, scientifically, your penis keeps growing when you're old. Wow. Like, it's just like your nose, your ears, and your penis. If we want to listen closely, you can hear it. It's happening to me right now as we speak ladies oh, the magic of life excuse me lady <laughs> <laughs> so yes that was talking simpsons everybody i have been your host bob mack you can find me on twitter as bob servo you can also read my work at usgamer.net and somethingawful.com and i also do the classic gaming podcast retronauts uh, find that at retronauts.com or just search for it in your podcast device everybody else I, uh, uh, laser time that's the show that sort of born the pop call all around pop culture show that born this uh, stupid act of doing a podcast of every minuscule thing. We think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's, it's late now. I'm feeling a little cynical. <laughs> and there's also 302010 yeah. where we talk about the pop culture events every yeah, 30 one. years, 10 years ago, and 20 years ago. And there's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I talk about every week. And also, if you want to hear the first season of Talking Simpsons, that's only available through Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash laser time, and for $5 a month, you will get access to that first season. Awesome. And please leave us a comment and or a review on the iTunes Music 
Network. That really helps our show uh, reach new people, and I'd appreciate it a lot, personally. Also, if you have a good review, we'll, uh, we'll hang it on our wall. Um, and I host the Cheap Podcast Pro Wrestling Podcast, uh, where 239 pounds is actually life for a wrestler. And that's it for us this week, everybody. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. I hung it on me wall. <laughs> infotainment.